0: They're bringing a lot of light, aren't they? What are the mitzvot of Hanukkah? What are the requirements? Carbohydrates, (laughs) oil, light, and joy. And telling the story. Those really are the mitzvot. It's considered a minor holiday because it doesn't have a lot of requirements. But boy, it has eight days. Uh, And... You know, in Israel, not a lot of uh, big Christian community there, ironically, and Hanukkah is very, very uh, widely celebrated, right? So it's not about just mimicking Christmas either. It's about thinking about Jewish light and our own identity and our joy and how we stand up as a small community, be a big voice. But sometimes it does coincide with with uh, with Christmas and with Kwanzaa and and having more of that light out there. Is such I think a, a powerful, beautiful thing to see, and and to celebrate that others are are happy and and that they have joy as well and maybe vision a better world. So I thought I'd share a story because you're supposed to share stories. And this story is taken from this book called The Gift. It's such a beautiful children's book, and it takes place in in Germany. Um, probably in the early 30s, I think, before everything went crazy. And it's about a little girl who's living in a village near the mountains, and it's a snowy Hanukkah. And it's also around Christmas. And back in the day, what did you not get, if there are people maybe a little older here, on Hanukkah? You didn't get presents, eight nights of presents, right? That is a little more of an American thing. But what did you get? What a different vowel makes. Guilt versus guilt. (laughs) You got guilt, right? So in the story, this little girl, she's not so little. She's in, I think, middle school. And and that Hanukkah, her parents gave her a five-mark piece, which was a lot of money back then, a five-mark coin. And it... She even had it in her bed that night on the, on the covers, and it kind of pushed down because that was, that was a real thing. And she stayed up almost all night wondering what she would do, that the next day after school, maybe she'd go down by the, the high street, the main street, and, and buy something for herself. Well, that morning she got up, she got ready for school, she she put the, the coin in her pocket, and she went off to school, and, and she studied but really thought a lot about going shopping. And when school ended, she, she came out onto the high street and it was so beautifully decorated with lights and a sense of joy and people out there shopping. And she went to some of the shops that she loved to go look into, but now she had a little money to spend, a little geld. She came into her favorite shop. It was a, a, a writing shop, a card shop, a pen shop. Some people I know love those kinds of shops. And she went right up to the clerk and looked at the pens, and the clerk pulled out that whole set of pens, mechanical pencils, and she brought her some paper, and she could pull one out that she thought was really, really beautiful, and she started to write with it. But it just didn't seem to write the way she wanted it to. And she felt that money in her pocket, and she she decided to go look somewhere else. She went next door, and next door was the apothecary. the perfume shop, drugstore, things of, of beauty and potions and bubble bath, all those good things. And this time, it was really decorated so beautifully for the holiday with great ribbons. And the owner of the store knew her, and when she would come in now and then, he would give her little samples. And she went over to the pieces that she loved to see, the mirrors. And on one side, you could look in the mirror and see yourself and see your iris. And she looked in and saw her color, her light. On the other side, it was like a magnifying glass. And she suddenly looked large. And she thought about buying it. And then she thought, do I really want this? And so she came outside. And there was the uh, bakery. Graham uh, cracker, what are they called? C- Graham cracker cookies, all kinds of things. Uh, jelly bellies, whatever they had back then. <laughs> she looked in at the candy, the baked goods. And next door, a woman opened a door and went into her mother's favorite hat shop. And she followed in. She'd gone there many times. And the woman let her try on the latest hat that she'd created, beautiful white hat with gold decorations and flowers. It looked great on her. It's a little more than the five that she had on her. So she went outside again, and there it was, the toy store. Take a breath again, everyone. She went in, those old toys, they're just magnificent. There was the teddy bear section, and there was the mechanical toy section. You'd wind it up, and what would the monkey do? There it was. And she thought to herself, oh, I could buy one of those. I'd have a half a whatever the currency is left over, (laughs) and I could go back and buy some candy. But then she thought, do I really want to buy this? She went outside one more time, and there was the pet shop. Boy, she's hitting up all the good places. And there were little cats in the window, little kittens. She knew her parents wouldn't be too thrilled about that purchase. And then she heard it. She turned around, and there was a man playing accordion. Those old-fashioned one-type accordions back and forth and singing a little bit. He was a little bedraggled, but he was playing, and he had a little hat in front of him and people would go by and and drop a groschen or two and not really pay attention, but the music filled the air, and it entranced her. And she looked, and she looked, and she drew closer and closer, and she saw his coat was a little ragged, and she thought, well, when he wasn't looking, that piece got a little lighter, and she took it out, and she dropped it into his hat and was about to walk away. But he'd seen. He said, come here. Come sit for a minute, help me play. And she sat next to him, and he started to show her how she could push the accordion in and out and how she could make some of the music. And he showed her a few notes and she started to feel like almost she was playing herself. And people gathered around and they watched, and there was suddenly joy in the air. And a few more shillings went into the hat as well. She took a deep breath herself. And she looked at the stars and the light and the shops, and the light, and the people around her. And she realized it was one of the best Hanukkah gifts she'd ever had. Think about how you share your gift, everyone. How do you share your light? How do you take it in as the days are getting a little lighter? And how do you look around at other people celebrating their holidays? And when they wish you a happy holiday and make an assumption about you, say happy holiday back. It's a time of light. It's a time of joy for all of us. May it be a time of hope. Happy Hanukkah. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom.